0: The Alan Watts iPhone app is now available on the iTunes App Store, featuring the entire Alan Watts podcast series at your fingertips. Visit alanwattsapp.com for more information. So then, here is a conception of nature as something you must trust. Outside nature, the birds, the bees, the flowers, the mountains, the clouds, and inside nature, human nature. Now, nature isn't trustworthy, completely. It'll sometimes let you down, with a wallop. But that's the risk you take. That's the risk of life. What's the alternative? I do not trust nature at all. It's got to be watched. you know what that leads to? It leads to 1984 and Big Brother. It leads to the totalitarian state where everybody is his brother's policeman and where everybody is watching everybody else to report them to the authorities. Where you can't trust your own motivations. Where you have to have a psychoanalyst in charge of you all the time to think... to be sure that you don't think dangerous thoughts or peculiar thoughts. And you report all peculiar thoughts to your analyst. And your analyst keeps a record of them and reports them to the government. <laughs> and everybody is busy keeping records of everything. It's much more important to record what happens than what happens. This is already eating us up. It's much more important that you have your books right than that you conduct your business in, in a good way. In universities, it's much more important that the registrar's records be in order than that the library be well stocked. After all, do you know your grades are all locked up in safes and they're protected from thievery and pilfering and they're the most valuable property that the university has <laughs> the library can go hang <laughs> then furthermore the main function of a university is uh, what any a sensible person would imagine of to teach students and to do research so the faculty should be the most important thing in the university on the contrary the administration is the most important thing the people who keep the records who make the game rules up And so the faculty are always being obstructed by the administration and being forced to to attend irrelevant meetings and uh, to do everything but scholarship. Do you know what scholarship means? What a school means, the original meaning of a scholar? Leisure. We talked of a scholar and a gentleman, because a gentleman was a person who had a private income, and he could afford to be a scholar. He didn't have to earn a living therefore you could study the classics and poetry and things like that. Today, nothing is more busy than a school. They make you work, 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 because you get through on schedule, they have expedited courses, and you, you, you go to school so as to get a union card, a PhD or something, so that you can earn a living. So it's a whole contradiction of scholarship. Scholarship is to study everything that's unimportant. Not necessary for survival. All the charming irrelevances of life. But you see the thing is this. If you don't have a room in your life. For the playful. Life's not worth living. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. But if the only reason for which Jack plays. Is that he can work better afterwards. He's not really playing. (laughs) He's playing because it's good for him. He's not playing at all. (laughs) You have to be able to be a true scholar. You have to cultivate an attitude to life where you're not trying to get anything out of it. You pick up a pebble on the beach. Look at it. Beautiful. Don't try and get a sermon out of it. Sermons in stones and God in everything be damned. (laughs) Just enjoy it. Don't feel that you've got to your conscience by saying that this is for the advancement of your aesthetic understanding enjoy the pebble. if you do that you become healthy you become able to be a loving helpful human being but if you can't do that if you can only do things because they are somehow you're going to get something out of it you're a vulture so we have to learn we don't have to we don't have to do anything we don't have to go on living but it's a great idea it's a great thing if you can learn what the Chinese call purposelessness they think nature is purposeless when we say something's purposeless that's put down there's no future in it it's a washout. but when they hear the word purposeless they think that's just great it's like the waves washing against the shore, going on and on and on forever, with no meaning. The great Zen master said, as his death poem, just before he died, From the bathtub to the bathtub I have uttered stuff and nonsense. The bathtub in which the baby is washed at birth,
1: the bathtub in
0: which the corpse is washed before burial, all this time I have said many nonsenses. Like the birds in the trees. Go, twee, 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 twee. What's it all about? Everybody tries to say, ah, oh, that's, that's a mating call. It's purposeful. Trying to get their mate, you know, attract them with a song. That's why they have colors. Butterflies have eyes on them. Self-protection. Engineering view of the universe. <laughs> why do that? They say, well, it's because they need to survive. Well, oh, why survive? What's that for? well to survive see human beings really a lot of tubes and uh, all living creatures are just tubes and these tubes have to put things in at one end and let it out at the other then they get clever about it and they develop nerve ganglia on one end of the tube the eating end called a head and that's and it's got eyes in it it's got ears in it it's got little organs antenna and things like this and that helps you to find things to put in one end so that you can let them out the other <laughs> Well, while you're doing this, you see, the stuff going through wears the tube out. (laughs) And so, that the show can go on, the tubes have complicated ways of making other tubes who'll go on doing the same thing, in at one end, out the other. And they say, well, that's terribly serious, that's awfully important, we've got to keep on doing this. But when Chinese say nature is purposeless, this is a compliment. It's like the idea of the Japanese have a, a word, uh, yugen. And they describe yugen as watching wild geese fly and be hidden in the clouds. As watching a ship vanish behind the distant island. As wandering on and on in a great forest with no thought of return. Haven't you done this? Haven't you gone on a walk with no particular purpose in mind? Carry a stick with you and you occasionally hit at old stumps and wander along and sometimes fiddle your thumbs. It's at that moment that you are a perfectly rational human being. You've learned purposelessness. All music is purposeless Is music getting somewhere? If it were, I mean, if the aim of music were, of the symphony, were to get to the final bar, the best conductor would be the one who got (laughs) there (laughs) fastest. See, dancing, when you dance, do you aim to arrive at a particular place on the floor. Is that the idea of dancing? (laughs) The aim of dancing is to dance is the present. Well it's exactly the same with our life. We think life has a purpose. I remember the preachers used to say when I was a small boy I'd always hear it. We must follow God's purpose. His purpose for you and his purpose for me. When I asked these cats what the purpose was they never, never knew. (laughs) They didn't know what it was. They had a hymn. God is working his purpose out as year succeeds the year. God is working his purpose out and the time is drawing near. The time when the earth shall be full of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. What's the glory of God? Well, they weren't quite sure. I'll tell you what it is. In heaven, all those angels are gathered round the glory of God. That is to say, the witch than which there is no witcher. Catholics call it the beatific vision, the Jews call it the Shekinah. and they are all those angels. And they're standing around it and they're saying, Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. It means nothing. <laughs> they're just having a ball. <laughs> See, that's what happened in the beginning. When God created the universe, it was created like all stars, all planets, all galaxies. They're vaguely spherical. He created this and he said, have a ball. <laughs> but before... Before he said that, he said, you must draw the line somewhere. That was the real thing he said first. Before, let there be light. That came later. First thing was, you must draw the line somewhere. Otherwise, nothing will happen. You know, you've got to have the good guys, the bad guys. You've got to have this, you've got to have that. The black and white, light and darkness. Must draw the line somewhere. Now, here's the choice. Are you going to trust it or not? If you do trust it, you may get let down. And this it is yourself, your own nature, and all nature around you. There are going to be mistakes. But if you don't trust it at all, you're going to strangle yourself. You're going to fence yourself round with rules and regulations and laws and prescriptions and policemen and guards and who's going to guard the guards and who's going to look after big brother to be sure that he doesn't do something stupid no go Supposing thing I get annoyed with somebody in the audience and I'm going to throw this ashtray at them but I don't want to hit my friend sitting next to that person I want to be absolutely sure this ashtray hits that individual and so I don't trust myself to throw it I have to carry it along and Be sure I hit that person on the head. See, I don't throw it. Because I can't let go of it. To throw it, I must let go of it. To live, I must have faith. I must trust myself to the totally unknown. I must trust myself to a nature which doesn't have a boss. Because a boss is a system of mistrust. That is why Laozi's Tao loves and nourishes all things, but does not lord it over them. You've been listening to Alan Watts from the Spoken Word Library of the Electronic University. For copies of this and other Alan Watts programs, please go to alanwatts.com on the World Wide Web or call us toll-free at 1-800-W-O-WATTS. That's A-L-A-N-W-A-T-T-S dot com or 1-800-W-O-W-A-T-T-S. The Watts website features free audio downloads, program lists, and information on Watts' life and works. Once again, that's allenwatts.com or 1-800-W-O-WATTS.